Thank you, Andrew, um, for your vulnerability, but also your courage as well. And um, I think Andrew's right to say that there has been a lot in the news this week. Um, <laughs> mentioned the, well, yeah, lots in the news generally, but particularly around race and racism, uh, the Derek Chauvin murder conviction, um, racism in sport, which feels like it's, yeah, I, I don't know sport without some sort of racism campaign. That's sort of how long that's been going on. He also mentioned the Panorama program, um, which I know you've seen. Um, and I've seen as well, um, and that comes in the same week that we've had this um, uh, From Lament to Action report from the Church of England, which has come from the um, anti-racism um, task force. So, you're an Anglican. <laughs> I don't think I'm giving away any secrets there. Um, and you're clergy as well. So, I'm really interested to know what you think of the Church of England's role um, the Church of England's future um, in terms of the part that we can play in being a church for all nations. Thanks, John. Yes, it has been, um, I would say, a difficult week to be an Anglican. <laughs> um, I think the Panorama um, programme, it was not the first time that I've heard some of those stories, um, but almost to have them played out again was uh, extremely painful. Um, and uh, I think also then reading uh, reading the Church of England's report um, from the anti-racism task force, um, I think just led me to want to say that um, I'm deeply sorry um, that this is the way that the church has um, the church in England has responded to. Um, people of different ethnic minorities um they it, it hasn't been the way that christ would have wanted us to to be um as his as his body in england <laughs> so um yeah just to say first that i'm i'm deeply deeply sorry um and that i am though it is uh yeah a big a big week and we read that anti-racism uh, report with um you know fired up and yes there's loads of um recommendations for how every part of the the church the, the institution can respond and and change um they're very practical things um but i think i am filled with genuine hope um and i think that comes from uh something that i've seen us begin to model here uh, that I think by listening to each other, by hearing stories, by um, vulnerability, both in in uh, hearing and speaking out testimony, but in also receiving and being open to um, open to challenge, which I think we are as a community. Um, and also from uh, my training in Bristol, training alongside a lot of um, uh, ordinands who are similar age to me um and they're just this feeling of a, a, a new generation actually of uh church leaders who um are not okay <laughs> with how it's been and not okay not um willing to rest whilst these issues are um still a, a barrier and and a stumbling block really for for our church um 
I want to be careful to say our church rather than the church of England because I don't want to distance myself from that. Um, and, I, and I know that. Um, I know that when I wear my collar around town, you know, the people who've seen that panorama um, program will associate me with it. Um, but it is our church and I do believe that God isn't finished with it. Um, you know, we're parishes in it in every every corner of this country is covered by a parish and someone who is praying for the people of that parish that means the whole country is covered in prayer that's that's huge and that's before you get into archdeacons and bishops and archbishops and you know even just the parish priests so i am filled with a huge a huge amount of hope i don't want to say um that it was i don't want to blame it on the people uh in the past because i think um you know, should I have been in their shoes, in their time, in in their um, environment? I can't say that I wouldn't have still made also those flawed decisions as they did. Um, and I also don't want to paint a kind of idealistic picture of how the future can be. I think we can only turn to scripture. And, um, and so I kind of want us to... Um, and our together course starts with Revelation 7. Every tribe, every nation, every tongue coming to the throne of God. And with one voice, they praise. Um, they praise God. So um, I'm really excited about that, what that one voice is. Because if everybody is coming to the throne from every tribe and every nation, every tongue, then, then surely everybody is bringing their own dialect, their own language and their own words for praise as well. And so I think that's a really exciting, a really exciting image. So that's what gives me hope. <laughs> wow, thank you. And thinking about Revelation 7, that was part of what I suppose inspired the title of the course, the Together mm. course. And um, we want these conversations to be done together. Um, but it's also the reason why you interviewed me last week and mm. I'm interviewing you because... We, we want to reflect that and share that. Mm. Um, which brings me to actually working on that course with you, um, but also five other um, um, ethnic minorities um, mm. in our church who represent, even, even just between the six of us, you know, lots of yeah. different sort of backgrounds and things. Mm. What was that like working with us <laughs> and, and, and doing all that? And, 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 and be honest, but, you know, on a lot of these calls, you know, you were... It, it, you know, looking at the uh, screen, you, mm. were, you looked different to us and we were talking about difficult things. And um, how did you find that? Um, first off, I really enjoyed it. I felt so out of my depth week on week. You've no idea. Just I, I think the, um, yeah, I, I, in preparation for those meetings, I was just like, Lord, surely there's someone else. <laughs> surely this is somebody else's. Um, somebody else is better at this or somebody else can speak more insightfully into this. Um, and every time we started that call, I was just struck by how welcome I was, I think, um, by you guys particularly. Um, and what a joy it was. And we started each of our planning sessions in um, a little Bible study. We didn't really have any like questions or anything. It wasn't kind of pastorate material. Um, <laughs> but um, we just opened a, a passage and said, you know, what strikes you? What's, what stirs your heart? What makes you weep? And um, you know, we were in Galatians 3, no, 
there's no Jew or Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female. We discussed that. We discussed Jesus in the wilderness, but I think that was Ash Wednesday, so that was a bit of a, an Anglican, Anglican tangent. Um, we discussed uh, Isaiah 61, and um, the Lord has appointed me to proclaim gospel, the gospel to the poor, the good news to the poor, which obviously has a whole load of questions associated with it. And um, I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. Their conversations and rapidly making notes. And <laughs> um, it's essentially a, a biblical commentary right there. <laughs> um, so I, I really, I did really, I really loved it. I think um, what Justin Welby said at um, Autumn Synod last year about our church and a number of the issues that we're going to face and need to, um, uh, yeah, embrace over the next um couple of years and, and I do think this kind of next one or two years is is really deeply formational for for the kind of next 50 to 100 years of the Church of England I think this is a kind of a defining time really for us um he said we need to be uh, a simpler bolder and humbler church and um I think what I really enjoyed about our our team was that um we embraced that. There was a, a huge amount of humility. Um, there was a, a huge amount of boldness. And I think what we've, I think we came simply uh, to each other as well. And um, yeah, that was wonderful. Not to say, Justin, that we've got it all worked out, but <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Second that. <laughs> yeah, simpler, bolder and humbler. I think that's our, that's our call. Yeah. Amazing. We've said it privately, but worth saying publicly as well. Yeah, it was wonderful to have you as part of that team. Um, it, it was wonderful. And we look at what came come out of it. It was hard work. Mm, yeah. Um, sort of lots of meetings. And, and we all had, yeah. You, there were a lot you, of You meetings. worked really hard. Lots of meetings <laughs> and chats. Um, but also it didn't feel like hard work as well, mm. at least not for me. Mm. I think um, working through things with friends and mm. um, even when it's tough and you're battling, doing things mm. side by side with your, with, your, with your brothers and sisters, doing it together mm. um, was really exciting. So hopefully that spirit will carry through and, and we can um, um, feel the same in our, in our pastorates as mm. well. Mm. So on that point in, in, in um, pastorates, what's your prayer, I suppose, for... The guys here, people listening, um, and anybody that's in a pastorate and doing this course, what's your prayer for them, perhaps as individuals, but also as us as a church? Yeah, um, I think certainly I would kind of bring Adrian into this as well. Our, our prayer for, for the pastorate material is that, that everybody makes a step forward um, relative to where they are and how, um, yeah, how they feel I guess um that everybody makes some some step forward um I think I think personally um it would be that uh we we don't come away with um a kind of a call to sameness if you see what I mean I I I don't want us to understand this that everybody now must be the same um but I want us I guess to my prayer is that our capacity, um, maybe even capacity is a limited word, but our, our awareness of each other would, would increase. 
our capacity, in a sense, for each other would increase, that we can celebrate difference and our diversity. We don't need to all become... Uh, we don't all need to become white. This isn't about whiteness. Um, and we don't all... You can go to Galatians 3, can't you? No, no Jew nor Gentile, no slave nor free, no male nor female. This, is not all, this isn't about everybody becoming one kind of androgynous, uh, same uh, status, economic status um, kind of entity. This isn't us losing who we are or who even God has actually made us to be in our uniqueness and in the beauty that he's given us this isn't about losing that this is about coming and bringing all of that to the table um and um, being and stepping into the potential that all that god has given us and gifted us in christ so that's my prayer <laughs> that we don't just we don't just expect each other to be the same <laughs> We, yeah. we come and we embrace the difference and we celebrate what God has, has given us. Amen, amen. Really exciting. Well, that was just 10-odd minutes, but you've given us so much to think <laughs> about. And, uh, yeah, really, really interesting. And um, I, I, I could interview for you for a long time. You're showing me how it perhaps should have been done last week. Um, in that you got your points out and clearly and all of that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I share your frustrations but I share your hope as well mm. I think we're going into a song mm -hmm. now and I think whatever we're feeling whether there is that frustration whether it's the hope whether we're feeling um, sad or joyous we can take whatever that is um, to our heavenly father so let's worship mm. together now